0: We've been growing our successful businesses online, and we want to bring you into the conversation and help you grow along with us. Welcome to Episode 78, and Happy New Year to everybody. We are officially in 2019. 2018 was a great year for so many of us and for Made for Profit. Today, we're going to take a look back at some of the big changes in social media as well as just take a little look down memory lane at MFP and what's happened during the year. But before we get into it, we want to thank all of our patrons who have supported us this year and allowed us to keep going and made for profit. Uh, You know, John and I, this is a side thing for us, obviously. And by the support of our patrons, we're able to make sure we put this at a time slot in our week that we can make sure we interact with you guys. And we love hearing how it's helped everybody. Uh, we especially want to thank our top patrons, Brad Hubbard and David Van Fleet. Thank you guys so much. And we also want to give a shout out to all of our tier three patrons. And there's there's a few of them. So bear with us here. But we have Andrew Bersow, Anthony Scott of 1350 Designs, Chris at Colorado Custom Coachworks, Chris Cunningham and Craig DeSico.
1: We've got Daniel Maurer, James Cunningham of Hedgehog Wood Studio, JP Brown, James Shadbolt and Jared Luker. Ken Schumacher,
0: Mike Pinson from Cutting Edge Woods, MK Woodworks, Ashley McCorkle from
1: Modernist Maker, Nick and Dana DiAgostino. We've got Nick Keen, Preston Blackie, Zach Kenny, Scott Rogan, and Travis Johnson. Jose, the man from Brooklyn Triple J Customs, 2 Bit Woodworks,
0: Wade Tackney, and two fellows who have been with us in the Tier 3 since the beginning Robert Hartman. And our man, Tim Woodward. And we want to give a special thanks to Tim because Tim has been doing some help with us behind the scenes. Thank you so much, Tim. We appreciate all your work and support and a shout out to our editor, Nick Key. Man, I'll tell you what, dude, that like just reading through that list, like that's just I love it. I mean, I love the fact that uh, folks see enough value to support us and to help us keep going and to share With the entire community. And I know that most, if not all those folks are very active in the Facebook groups and other ways, just helping other people. And that's really what it's all about. You know, that's why we
1: started this in the first place. Yeah, when we got started, you know, we talked about the concept of a tribe and it was, it's very important part to what we're trying to do here with made for profit. And I feel that it's resonating really, really well with uh, our audience and our listeners and specifically with our patrons. I mean, these guys and girls are really putting in the time and the effort to, not not only just grow their businesses, but grow their social channels, interact, grow their own tribes, and it's been so fun to watch. Um, I love how you know all the names on this list. Uh, we get to go back on a monthly basis and check out their Instagram, see how much they've grown, um, picking up you know tens of thousands of followers across the board. Um, in in based on you know our advice and our experience and whatnot, I wish something like that existed when we were <laughs> grinding it out. You know three, four, five years ago and such. But oh, yeah. it's it's just amazing to see the growth. It's amazing to get to know these guys and girls uh, as we have. And um, uh, you know, sitting back right now and looking at all of those names, it's, it's truly humbling. So we are extremely grateful uh, for each and every one of you. And thank you guys so much. It's been an awesome year. And we're really, really looking forward to 2019 being twice as good.
0: And we are especially looking forward to seeing a lot of our patrons at WorkbenchCon and Uh, If you have not gotten your tickets yet to WorkbenchCon or looking to get some more information on what that is, you can go find out some more information. John, hit him with the link. It is
1: bit.ly forward slash WBC 2019. Head on over there, snag yourself up a ticket, come down to Atlanta, get to hang out with myself and Brad, as well as tons of patrons and a lot of other great creators and makers in the community. Uh, Once again, that's bit.ly forward slash WBC2019.
0: Absolutely, we enjoyed meeting a lot of folks there last year. Uh, that is February 21st to 23rd in Atlanta, Georgia. So check that out, um, and there are tickets for sale for that. It's a great way if you're looking to expand your business uh, in content creation or just your product business online. Uh, you're going to learn a a lot of great things there. So we're looking forward to seeing a bunch of you guys there, but. Being the stat guy that I am, I did want to hit a few stats before we get into some of the social media and just see what's happened in Made for Profit. So talking about patrons, we had 239 active or former patrons. Again, thank you to each and every one of you. Uh, We can't read the entire list, so we went with uh, just our tier three and top patrons there. Uh, But another impressive thing, I look back, I was amazed by this. 500 thousand listens in 2018.
1: Yeah, that was incredible. I mean I was it, it's it's a grind. Um, if a lot of you don't know, podcasting is a, a very different world than you know content production in video or in um, something like Instagram or social media and it it just doesn't have the virality um, based in the algorithms like it does. So it's a grind man and it's just episode after episode and it yeah. was incredible to see a number that was that big. And um, the, the beauty the the is it's,
0: it's almost all like, you know, podcasts and the way I listen to it, it's almost all word of mouth, mm-hmm. right? Because we don't do any advertising, no. like we don't do any external advertising. So it's it's somebody seeing it uh, on Instagram, you know, maybe that's the the biggest form of advertising for us, but mainly people telling. So, you know, all of you who have told your friend, I've heard that so many times. Yeah. some you know, my buddy at work told me about it. My sister told me about it. like whatever, like that people are just sharing the good words. So if you have anybody that you think would be interested, feel free to tell them about the show. Uh, but we did want to hit. So our most listened episode of the year was actually an interview. So our most listened interview was Jeff Mack. That was episode 30 grinding it out with Jeff Mack. So if you've not listened to that episode, go check that out. It was a great interview. Uh, oddly enough, uh, the most listened regular episode was episode 29. So we had a great back to back weeks there. Uh, And that was brand identity and logo design. And we definitely talked about our learnings as we were redoing our logo at the time, the made for profit logo, as well as what John live learned in the past on that one. So that one really resonated with you guys. Uh, Obviously, those were a little bit earlier in the year. So they had a little bit more unfair advantage because they uh, had longer time to listen i would be looking forward to see which interview stacks up for 2019. Dude, what about you, man? Like, what was what was your favorite interview? Because that's been the part, I think, this year versus last year that I've really enjoyed, is getting to talk to other makers and people in the business and just really, like, getting a chance to pick their brain. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, it, this may come as a surprise, but ironically, my favorite interview, and I loved all of them. I, I mean, I have a blast doing interviews. We get to learn so much. But it's got to be Alex Steele. I mean, he is just a fireball of a human and i mean i'm not gonna lie i was standing at my desk sweating profusely ready to run through a wall after that interview (laughs) um and just you know getting to getting to know him a little bit and getting to talk to him he was uh you know took the time all the way he was across the pond then um and has since moved moved over to america but you know had a blast learning from his experience and someone that young you know just to get re-energized it was it was so much fun um and that was definitely my favorite interview of the year and It was uh, mostly based around just the pure enthusiasm that just emanates from that dude. Yeah, that was a blast. What about you? He
0: talks very fast and it doesn't hurt that he's got a British accent. Yeah, I mean, it's just just so cool. Yeah. Uh, You know, for for me, I'm going to go with Jory. Jory Brigham, man. That like his passion and just like. I think it's really funny that it is joy because like as we were talking to him, he's like, I'm like the last guy you should have on a business podcast yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because he is so um, he is so passionate about his craft. Yeah. And it it was a great reminder of like, you know, just be staying true to what why you got into what you're doing and, uh, you know, to to not have to worry, even though like <laughs> every episode we do basically is like how to optimize up to the utmost nth degree, uh, and, and how to squeeze that last nickel and dime out of everything you're doing, uh, hearing somebody who is so successful and on the creative side, you know, for me, that was a a really good, just kind of eye opener and reminder, uh, that, you know, there, there's definitely more out there than the the numbers and the dollars and cents. And I, I really enjoyed that one of, of just seeing somebody so intent and so passionate about what they do and, and kind of, letting the business fall as it does and still being very, very successful. So really enjoyed that one. But like you, John, like I loved each and every one of them. We are so appreciative to all of our guests that we've had. And uh we are really looking forward to getting more folks on in 2019. And uh if you have any suggestions, uh please email them to us at madeforprivatepodcast@gmail.com podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us always in the DM on Instagram, uh, at made for profit. So that, those have been awesome, man. But, but speaking of, uh, Instagram, what, uh, what's been going on over there this year?
1: Yeah. So Instagram, uh, our growth, I want to say, I mean, we've picked up so many new followers and so many new individuals that have hopped over on Instagram, help support us. Um, but you know, we've really revamped the Instagram here come the end of this year. Um, thanks to some help from our, our buddy Tim Woodward taking a couple things off the plate and with that, you know, we're seeing so much fantastic engagement and uh, ironically coming from this last quarter. And with that, we have our most engaged post for the year coming from the ink, the accent piece, excuse me, with her amazing flattening jig. You know, I'm a big fan of the flattening jig. Um, and ironically, it was also our most followed and liked post of the year, which is really, really cool. Um, and, you know, the, the fact that you're able to get all these metrics and this data and it's something we harp on and talk about all the time. But you know, especially in a reflective time like this, it's it's always fun to sit back and go, "Wow, you know that project seemed to forever ago and whatnot." And looking at your own stats, or looking at someone else's, and um, being able to just say, "You know, look how well it did for me," and reflect on how much fun you had with it. Um, that's always you know part of the fun of doing a wrap up, doing a well, conversation I love like that this because we do it with our own stuff too. You know, like yeah. hey, check out okay, this yeah, post from last January,
0: <laughs> right? And and the one the thing that I really love about this one from from Susie actually at the accent piece is that you know we go over and, and look at at Susie and uh, she has today two thousand and thirty five followers, so great following. Congrats on two K, by the way, Susie. Uh, but you know not like a massive account, right? You know not tens of thousands, uh, and that she can create. The piece of content that we reshare because we thought it was awesome, and then it ends up being our biggest piece. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like it just goes to show how much awesome talent is out there, and that you know the numbers really don't mean a lot. And and getting as far as you know, it doesn't mean anything to talent. That's for sure. Uh, because <laughs> I, uh, I am supremely less talented than most of the people, uh, with a quarter of my size or, you know, a hundredth of my size. Uh, it, but looking at a piece of content like that, that, you know, just getting it in front of the right eyes and the right platform. And that's, what's been so great about working with our patrons and seeing them grow because those are the ones we keep the eye on the most, obviously. And we, we, you know, track their numbers and look at, uh, our tier three folks and, and kind of talk to them through it is that. You know, when you're just starting out, you think, oh, man, this is going to be such a a long battle. Uh, But it only takes it only takes a few pieces of viral video, you know, to really establish your account. And then you just keep chopping wood and you keep pounding the sand and you keep doing it. And the next thing you know, you look up and you've got a thousand followers. You've got two thousand. Then you've got five thousand, then ten thousand. Then one day you wake up and you've got 50,000 followers, you know, and it's it's just it's it's amazing. And I love seeing all these folks go through it. You know, you and I have been through the journey. And now, watching and rooting on and guiding and and just celebrating with these folks i I love it, man. I just love seeing
1: people succeeding, yeah, and you know kind of the basis behind the podcast specifically on Instagram when we got started was you know the hashtags and stuff we we came out the gate and we were uh suggesting people use uh some of the hashtags that we have uh with you know hashtag m f p behind the scenes and that's that's where we pull a lot of our reposts from and this year specifically we had 9,835 people use that hashtag in (laughs) there which is absolutely (laughs) incredible because I mean you typically you come up with a hashtag and you throw it out there and you know if you don't like pound it hard and actually uh try to turn it into something you don't get a lot of resonation um and it it is with this hashtag it's actually it's been absolutely incredible and so has the uh, mfp beauty shots hashtag as well with uh, a little over three thousand um, usages this year, which has been so cool. Um, and you know, I-, I love the see the same things that you were just touching on. You know, catching catching a post, and it's hard to keep up. There's just so many talented individuals out there now. But catching a post from someone based on one of these hashtags that we happen to fall into, and seeing how well it does, and then watching that growth happen, and Seeing that little surge or that little spike and then talking to them and being like, Oh, you know, this piece went viral and it was so much fun. You know, I can't wait till my next piece pops off. And then you watching them get in the groove and actually like grow a channel. Um, you know, it, it's it's incredible, especially because we've been there you know, pretty much besides each other. We were doing it solo. <laughs> Just like, hey, dude, I had this post oh, yeah. go off. Like, hey, oh, dude, I had this post go off. But now to see the community around it and see all of our listeners and all of our patrons and followers and whatnot. Um, supporting each other and supporting this community. It's just been fantastic. And I thought those numbers were really, really, you know, popped out and jumped off the page of yeah. me uh, oh, yeah. when I came to re- at the year.
0: <laughs> at the beginning, like the idea was like, oh, we'll have a new hashtag for every episode. It's like, no, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that lasted for like, you know, five episodes. But but these, these uh, had staying power, MFP behind the scenes and MFP beauty shots. So uh, keep using those hashtags if you are. And if you're not, jump on in. Like John said, that's where we pull those from. And, and also, you know, I just want to, I just want to throw out there because I, I'm sure there's some folks that are listening to this and going, I've got 63 followers and I've been at this for two years and I, I've been trying to do what you guys have been telling me. And, you know, you make it sound easy and it's, it's not working. So for those of you out there in that camp, uh, stay at it, stay mm-hmm. at it. And I think what John said, it, it resonates the best is, is find your tribe And specifically tribe of peers, because that's where I think we see the growth the most is like, if you're doing it alone, like you just said, John, if you're doing it in alone, alone in a bubble, um, it can get, it can get trying and it can get, you know, monotonous and mundane and tedious and all those words, uh, because you're, you're, you're trying to grow something. You're not seeing the results, uh, you know, take, take some solace and take some, companionship with your tribe members. And hopefully those are other MFP tribe members, but you know, if they're not, whatever, that's cool. Like whoever those people are that you're in there and you're interacting with their comments, not to grow, but just because like you like these people, you like what they're doing. Uh, they like what you're doing. And you know, if that growth is not happening for you, don't get down, don't let it define you. Like I said, you are not defined by your numbers. We like to celebrate numbers. That's a, a, that's just a great way to see but you are not defined by your numbers. So if, if you've not gotten where you want to get this year, do not let that get you down. Uh, do not think you are less than anybody else. Like, that is not the truth. All right. So I just want, want to throw that out there because I know I've been there. I've seen people who get so caught up and they don't understand why. And they think that they're failing or they think that they are a failure. And, and you know, stay away from that. Keep, keep chopping wood. Keep pounding it out. Uh, and, you know, take take some comfort and some companionship in those folks who are in your tribe.
1: Yeah. I love, love that point. Love the, the keep chopping wood, just put the work in and it'll pay off. Um, it does take time and you know, that's life. Um, it's a grind, but keep your head up, keep, keep chugging forward. 2019 is going to be a great year for every single one of us. Um, and you know, so looking at this episode and how Brad and I wanted to approach it, we obviously didn't want to just, you know, throw a couple thank yous out there, call it a year. We definitely wanted to, reflect back on some of the cool things that we saw in the social stratosphere as last year we did a social media year in review you know we want to do something a little bit similar this year and with that <clears throat> are coming our favorite platforms in youtube and instagram and I'll also throw a little bit in there for you know, that other platform facebook as well facebook, but whatever. <clears throat> you know that being said um big years for both right big years for youtube big years for instagram and facebook um and youtube specifically has become you know, massively integral aspect of both of our businesses, right? And yeah. it, it, me taking the jump from, you know, m- mainly producing product to uh, going into just content production, uh, YouTube has become a massive factor in my not only life, but uh, business revenue stream, right? So, you know, we wanted to take a step back, touch on a few of the cool things and the cool stuff uh, that we saw this year. Um, and then, you know, rock and roll into uh, into Instagram. So, that being said, uh, YouTube had dropped a ton of features uh, in the past year. It's doing a massive revamp, trying to build a better environment for the content creator and not just the consumer. Um, with that, has been their usage of what's called YouTube Studio Beta. So, for all of you that have channels out there, Studio Beta is something that they started to implement, I want to say, two years ago when I was at YouTube Next Up, they rolled it out to us. Um, And I was showing Brad and we were talking, and then I think about six months later it came out available to um, content creators over a certain tier or something like that um, and it's been really cool to see the evolution of the studio beta, but what's been fantastic is how that YouTube is now trying to produce more tools that are favorable to the content producer. and most of these are coming from interaction um, with the community with their community tab, which is really cool if you guys are on YouTube and you have a uh, YouTube account, you don't necessarily have to be producing video, but what you can do is now engage a lot more with the accounts you subscribe to. Um, so for instance, if you sub- subscribe to myself or Brad, you know, we throw, um, some updates into our community tabs and with, you know, there's some functions and features coming out, like stories, uh, and YouTube is you just know, putting, stories, yeah. putting stories Trans- out. released it's, those like last week yeah, it's like a, to it's the a, general public. It's uh which is pretty cool. Um, minus, you know, it needs to have some, tweaks worked out. <clears throat> but with that, uh, you can, you know, poll. There's uh photography now, you can ask questions, you can have some conversations. So the community tab's been been nice um because typically we're building community over on Instagram and trying to convert over to YouTube. So it's nice to see that coming there. Uh and that's you know a glimpse of hope for all of you that just like to use YouTube more than say you know Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever it might be mean um, you want to see more coming uh so that's definitely something to pay attention to and an awesome feature that we've seen this year
0: yeah my my favorite thing I think this year with uh studio beta coming out is obviously got to be analytics and it is that click through rate man it's just like you know, we've I've preached it in the past on YouTube but the click through rate and the retention um you know if you're you're trying to succeed on YouTube those are the most important things in my mind today and they've given us insight into those metrics more so than they ever have before. So that was like, you're always shooting in the dark with these thumbnails. And you're like, I, you know, I don't know. And in the latest thing, right, the top ten. So when you release a video, you can see how is it performing versus the last ten videos you've released. So is it number one or is it number ten? So you can like know. And we've even heard and seen people who it's like they've released a video. uh, It came out and like eighth out of the last top ten. You know, within four hours, they went in and changed the thumbnail and it popped up to like number three or number two, or, or, you know, it, it basically just completely changed the trajectory and you would have never known that before. So like having that level of detailed information for me, obviously I love it. And, uh, you it, I just, <laughs> I do, but I just think it really goes to show that YouTube is investing in things to make the creator's life better. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, which in turn obviously makes the platform better and makes them more money, but whatever, Like, you know, we, we get to use that platform as a way to prop up our businesses. And, um, you know, if YouTube went away tomorrow, that would, that would suck, but, um, we would get along because that's only a piece of our diversified portfolio. Uh, but it is a big piece. It is a really big piece, uh, just because of all the things that it adds to us and we love it. And if it did go away, somebody else would step into it because I think 2019 has really been, or excuse me, 2018, I'm already skipping a year ahead. 2018 has been, you know, the year that I think video has really established itself as, as the form and we've been hearing it and seeing it build up, but video, uh, I mean, like Pinterest even just started allowing you to upload video. What? Like, so, Oh yeah. Yeah. You didn't know about that. Did you? Well, I'm not as uh, special on Pinterest. I did
1: just reach 1 million views monthly though. So a little, little, I'll nice. give myself a clap monthly, nice. 1 million monthly views on my Pinterest
0: so I think video is is so important, and as as we get into i mean hey, there's a downside to it too, because it's like people's attention span is so so minimal like people have to have something moving and to you know catch their attention, but that's another story uh but you know moving on to to Instagram, I think the video on Instagram has also been something you know instagram started as a as a picture platform, and now the biggest things on Instagram are video you know now we've got i g t v And stories, which are all video and in IG lives, you know, so it's like the biggest things on Instagram are now video related and, and just seeing that transformation, it's been interesting to see the launch of IGTV. Uh, John and I didn't really like it. We didn't like where it was going. They have started putting some more oomph behind it. And, and now, you know, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. I'm seeing a lot more usage and I'm getting served a lot more. So that's something that they're getting behind and and now you know John and I are like, uh, I don't know should we be should we be doing this or not um and, and it's it's really been fun to see that transformation and Instagram has added so many different features that gosh, it's just you know it, it's been endless it seemed like they're coming out with something new every day uh during the summer, but it's it's been cool to watch the evolution. And I think the platform has gotten better
1: oh yeah, absolutely and I and I <clears throat> no, a lot of people were like apprehensive towards the non chronological feed. Um, but I think it's become something that's, you know, much more accepted that uh, uh, actually content producers are liking a lot more because if your content's good, it's going to, you know, skim to the top um, and, and it's going to do well. And uh, if it's not good, then you live and learn from it and you reproduce content that's typically doing well. In uh, chronological, you know, <clears throat> that was kind of out of the question because it was just served based on time of posting kind of thing. So um, yeah, love seeing the changes. I, I feel like was, was the stories push that was, that was this year. Right. I mean, like I don't know. was,
0: I think they, I think the push, I'm not sure when it came. I think it came out last year. even before that, but they added so many features with like the gifts and like they, they just like really made stories fun.
1: Well, yes. this year, And I'm loving the emphasis behind stories is what I was getting at. It was like, I think stories came to be maybe a little over a year ago. Top
0: header. Now they're putting them in the top header where they used to, it was just this thing. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Now they're like, they're huge. You can, you can pin to your, um, you can pin to your main account. You can also like do uh, a lot more functions with the polls, with questions you can do um swipe ups, which have been massively valuable to, you know, businesses like ours and and individuals who are trying to drive off platform. So all the emphasis on video has just been so cool to see. Um and we're looking forward to the future too is they we haven't really got a release of anything cool coming out, you know, immediately, but I could expect nothing more than a ton of a ton of more user-friendly features uh coming coming along in 2019 as like Instagram is setting itself apart as the top um, you know, social media platform in, in the world um, you know, and, and trying to knock off Twitter and, and try to yeah. knock off YouTube right now um, for video sake. So with a push for IGTV, it'll be really interesting to see where things go. And we're both really, really looking forward to it.
0: It is because if you th- so I, I just Googled it and uh, November 2016 is when stories came out.
1: Feels like last week.
0: I you know, know. We were like stories like, to so, guess But like, if you think about that, think about that and relate that to IGTV. So this year, next year, will we be talking the same thing about IGTV? Like, oh man, like IGTV is so bomb. And I, I have this frog that has just keep crawling up my throat and uh, my voice is- <laughs> gonna Is get, it like uh, Chester uh, Cheeto?
1: Stories, maybe, he was
0: born in stories. He was in stories. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Cheeto. Jimmy, <clears throat> Jimmy Cheeto. Chester <laughs> Cheeto is like the actual guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember though, I, I thought this is funny. Uh, I was thinking back you, when, you, when you just said like, nothing is debuting out there because it's it's been a while since there's been like something out there like periscope came out and then like instagram you know kind of did this you know snapchat do you remember that like that vero like that like yeah. two weeks of vero where it was like oh my god vero is now it's like what like there's probably half the audience is like what's vero like oh yeah everyone was like jumping on board and like yo here's my vero like yeah that was like literally like Two weeks and then it just completely disappeared.
1: Yeah, that PSA of the founder or whatever in some oh, yeah, water, That thing went yeah. down. Click. But yes, that's does. the social sphere. That's the way the uh, world works when it comes to new apps. Um, you know, some of them. Uh, what's ironic is to see like the main players still trudging forward. Facebook, Twitter, Twitter's um <clears throat> a lot different you know, than it was a couple of years they're ago, revamping. but they are they're doing, yeah, they're doing some, some different stuff. I think there's more characters now. 280.
0: Um, I think, I think they doubled it. Uh, and they're doing more video. Like, and actually it even just, I was just over there posting something. Um, and I, I had to, it was a, it was a sponsored thing. So I had to do it natively. And, um, there was like a little, like, Tour of the new you know, there's like a bunch of new stuff. I I didn't take the time to look at it, honestly, but it looked like they like put out a bunch of new stuff, but they're also doing like uh because Twitter, don't they have some NFL stuff? And they stream?
1: Yeah. They got live streaming, which is cool. Is it it
0: Monday Night Football or Thursday or or um, it's a it's a specific event, I believe.
1: But I wouldn't be Uh, surprised to see Twitter kind of trying to move to that Twitch sphere with the streaming concept. You know, Twitch is a another big platform that kind of debuted this last year or so and Uh, or at least hit the scene really big this last year and it probably came out in 2012 (laughs) yeah right like bob's been on it since like 2002 and but um you know it's uh it's cool to see the evolution of these you know different apps and these different um usages for the apps but all of them are emphasized on video right um you know kind of going back to the tried and true and and the staple in this whole conversation of social media is going to be facebook and with that, you know, Facebook has released a lot of really cool video features too. I mean, they got the Creator Studio coming out um this last year, and they're releasing more and more opportunities for content creators specifically uh with that, which is which is really exciting. Um essentially trying to promote the native production of video content for Facebook specifically. Compared to their competitors out there. So, you know, the war for attention in the video sphere, is it's getting pretty heavy and pretty heated. And I think it's a cool place to be. Um, it's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, we've been, you know, back and forth on the Facebook bandwagon. I know with this move towards uh, creator-based content emphasis or whatever you want to call it for, you know, Facebook specifically, it's it'll be interesting to see where this conversation is in three months, six months, and a year from now on, yeah. you know, what do we like more, uh, at, at that time?
0: Yeah. Cause Facebook, I remember we had an episode, I think it was, it was this year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It was we were talking like, about boo
1: Facebook. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Why we hate Facebook or something. Our love hate relationship with Facebook. But, uh, I think that they came out with watch and with, uh, creator studio, like you said, I think that was this year at the beginning. But, um, and we talked about, it. I think on the episode we said, you know, Hey, we'll see where it goes. And like, again, it went nowhere. Uh, But they are rebooting or doubling down on their efforts. They have now, we have not even talked about this yet, but they've launched another thing called Launchpad. And I'm actually part of that program um, where they're actually incentivizing creators to upload videos. And I've had a phone conversation with Facebook or, you know, (laughs) like a (laughs) account representative, which is probably, you know, the lowest on the totem pole. uh, But talking to me about, about that program and about their goals. And they are trying to get long-term, um, what do they call it? Uh, they're, they're trying to basically get, um, people who are invested like YouTube viewers are like long-term viewer relationships so that they know they want people posting long form videos on Facebook. They want it to be searchable. They want people coming back week after week, looking for the latest episode, Uh, and, and they are doubling down their efforts on that. I mean, they are putting money behind it. And that was the other thing that we talked about when creator studio came out, we were like, okay, cool. Now they want us to upload, but like, it's not monetized. It's like, there was, there was absolutely no incentive for a creator to go there because you couldn't get anything out of it. Uh, literally like you, the only thing you could get would be like views and followers on Facebook, which again, mean nothing unless you could somehow direct them off platform. And what they've done now is they're, you know, and this is a short term program. I think it's a six month program. So we'll see where it goes in the end. And I'll, I'll uh, be sharing some more information as I get into it right now. It's, you know, whatever, like the videos are getting like pennants for views. I mean, they're, they're, you know, a couple thousand views. Um, and so we'll see where it goes. And, and I know that's a, a program, John, that we're trying to get you into as well. And uh, I was able to invite some folks, uh, five people and, and John being one of them. So we'll have more information about that but facebook you know they're they're not they're not going down without a fight so nah. we'll see where it goes and if this second revision of going after it actually takes
1: yeah so it's going to be an interesting uh, conversation come a year from now uh, i know it's much different today than it was a year ago um but we're you know we're excited we've really had a blast in 2018 on bringing all the new features and tips and insights that we can to you guys uh that that could take your time and listen to the show. uh we absolutely love hearing from all of you and love hearing from your experiences the uh specifically you know the the uh, Facebook group itself has really blown up in twenty eighteen um and you know the made for profit tribe over there is fantastic, a lot of engagement happening um in all of those comments, and you know we kind of started it because we were getting so many questions and we're like, okay, we could just pull them in one place and then hop in every couple of days or so and answer these questions. And what it's really turned into is this beautiful community of individuals helping each other, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So um, if you guys are looking to get into that, you can head on over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash made for profit tribe. Um, drop some questions, drop some knowledge, pick up some knowledge, say hello, make a few friends, shake some hands. Um, and then, you know, make some plans for a room and board for workbench Con 2019. Uh, down in atlanta because we are going to be there and we're looking forward to meeting each and every one of you that are going to be popping down there as well
0: absolutely absolutely and uh you know we're, we're looking at some other things in 2019 we john and i will be doing different things i know we'll both be up in spring make in cleveland in is that march april? march april march uh so we're going to be around the nation a little bit you know we'll be in atlanta we'll be in cleveland for sure uh, hundred percent. I will be in Pittsburgh at some point this year, uh, to go see John's new shop, you know, and, and anytime that we're together, we try to hang out with patrons as well. And if there's not a meetup at the event that we're going to, you know, put on our own. So, uh, we absolutely will be, we'll be looking forward to meeting, uh, more of the folks and, uh, getting a chance to hang out with those folks that we met last year as well. So, Keep crushing it out there this year. We love seeing all the things that you're doing. Keep hitting us on Instagram and, uh, you know, just keep being part of the tribe. That's what we love about this show. That's what we love about this community and this thing that's kind of grown out of, you know, John and I's idea to make a podcast so we could stop answering questions and DMs
1: all day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we absolutely love it. It's been a blast. 2018 was a great year, not only for each and every one of us individually, but for Made for Profit as a whole. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we're really looking forward to crushing 2019 together. Absolutely. Happy New Year, guys.